Hey there, workplace warriors. If you are looking to build profitable, lifelong relationships, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Do This, Sell More podcast, where you can make more money than you ever imagined and still get home in time for dinner. Don't miss out on expert tips and strategies from best-selling author Dave Lorenzo and his high-performing guests. The formula is easy. Listen and take action. In other words, do this, sell more. Now, here's your host, the master of relationship sales strategy himself, Dave Lorenzo. Welcome to another edition of the Do This, Sell More show. I'm Dave Lorenzo, your host, and today we've got two segments in the show for you. That's right, we've got two segments of the show today. Moving forward, we're going to be doing multiple segments with you every day at 9 a.m. here on the Do This, Sell More podcast. Be sure and subscribe on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts to the show, because we're going to be combining multiple segments here on the the 9 a.m. podcast of Do This, Sell More every day, 365 days a year. We don't close. If you want to watch the brand new episodes of the show, make sure and subscribe on YouTube where we show up every day at 5 p.m. every stinking day, including weekends, holidays at 5 p.m. There's a brand new show for you there. So the podcast includes multiple episodes of the show in audio format and the YouTube version of the show includes brand new episodes in video. Today's show contains two episodes that will help you change everything in the way you sell. Our first segment today is on referrals and referral scripts. If you're wondering how to get more referrals, what you can say to your evangelist partners, the people who refer you business but never use your services, this script is going to help you. If you're wondering how to get more clients to send you more referrals, this script is going to help you with that. So today's show, the first segment is all about referrals. The second segment is really something special. The second segment is about the objection when clients say they want to think it over. If you've ever heard a client say, I want to think it over, this segment is going to change your life because it's going to teach you how you can prevent prevent clients from ever saying that to you again, and then it will help you handle that objection every single time it comes up. This is a powerful show. I'm glad you're with us. I'm glad you're a member of our community. Sit back, relax, maybe take a few notes and enjoy how you're going to improve your sales. Enjoy the content we have for you. But most importantly, after you listen today, make sure you take action because if you do this, you'll sell more. What are the magic words that will get you more referrals? This is a question I get all the time. People say to me, Dave, I network with a lot of people. I'm just not getting enough referrals. What are the words that I can say? What is a script that you can give me to help me get more referrals? I've got that script for you, and I've got a bonus tip for you how to get more referrals at the end of this video. So join me today for this episode of the Dave Lorenzo Daily. Hi, my name is Dave Lorenzo, and I'm here every day with a brand new tip on how you, as an entrepreneur or an independent professional, a lawyer, an architect, a chiropractor, can make more money and get home on time for dinner every night. And if you're a sales executive, you're going to love the videos I have here on my channel because we teach you how to make a great living and live a great life. 
If you're brand new, this is the first video you've ever watched, I wanna welcome you and I wanna invite you to become a member of our community. Please hit the subscribe button and ring the bell. Join us right here so that you are notified every time we upload a new video and we do that every day at 5 p.m. Okay. So how can you get more referrals? What's a script you can use? I'm gonna give you the magic words to getting more referrals today. And I'm also gonna give you a bonus tip at the end of this video. And you're going to go nuts when you hear the bonus tip. So stick with me all the way to the end. The first thing you need to know about attracting more referrals, getting more referrals in your business, regardless of what you do, you could be an entrepreneur or you could be the CEO of a Fortune 500 company. In order to get referrals, you have to have an external orientation. What that means is you have to be focused on delivering value to everyone you meet. In every interaction, you have to decide that you're going to give value to this person before you ever ask them for anything. You will give three times as much value as you receive. So for every four times you help someone, one person will help you back. That's just the way life goes. The phrases you can use to discover what's valuable to someone are the script for getting more referrals. So when I meet someone brand new and I connect with them, I introduce myself and I say to them, hi, my name is Dave, what's your name? They tell me what their name is and I say, what do you do for work? I ask them what they do between nine and five every day, all day. Now, if I'm in a business networking setting, that's acceptable. If I'm in a social networking setting, I change that phrase a little bit. And I say, what do you do all day long? What keeps you busy? And the reason I say, what do you do all day long or what keeps you busy instead of what do you do for work is because I may meet someone who's focused on raising a family and they may be a stay-at-home dad or a stay-at-home mom. They have the ability to refer me just as easily as someone in a work environment, but I don't want to say, what do you do for work in case they may be offended or they may say to me, well, I work actually harder than a lot of people who go to work. I stay at home and raise kids because everybody knows that raising kids is incredibly hard work. So what I do in a social setting is I say, how do you, how do you keep your time occupied during the day or how do you stay busy during the day? And they, if they look at me kind of funny, I say, what do you do for work after I say that? When they start to tell me what they do for work, I respond, whatever they say. They could tell me that they dig ditches or that they scrub horse manure out of barn stalls. Whatever they say, I look at them and I go, wow, that's fascinating. How did you get into that? What I'm trying to do is I'm trying to get them to tell me their story. This is the key to getting into a referral conversation. The person you're talking to has to be comfortable. Then after all of that's done and they tell me how they got into that, I say to them, is your business going well this summer? Or how are you going to finish the year? Or how did you finish the last quarter? Or how's business treating you? I want them to tell me how things are going. After they tell me how things are going, I look at them and I say, let me ask you something. Who's the one person I could introduce you to that would change everything for you? Or who can I connect you with to help your business grow? Or what is a particular challenge that you're facing in your business? Or what are your goals for the next six months? And then after they tell me what challenges they're facing and what their goals are for the next six months, I say, would you like help achieving those goals? Or would you like to meet someone who could help you achieve those goals? This opens the door 
for me to offer to introduce them to someone. Now, there are two different ways to go here. The first way to go is if I say to them, who could I introduce you to that could change everything for you? They'll give me a list of people. And if I know someone, I'll say, I got somebody in mind. I'm going to introduce you. If I don't have someone in mind, I'll say, let me think about that, and I'll get back to you. And then I'll ask about their goals, or I'll ask about challenges that they're facing in their business. Now, if they tell me about a goal or a challenge they're facing in their business, and I know someone who can help them, I tell them, I'm going to connect you with somebody who can help you. Then I thank them for the conversation. I'm happy to meet them. I take their contact information, either in a business card format or we exchange contact information via our phones. And I go back to my office or I go back home. Within the next 24 to 48 hours, I do two things. I write them a handwritten note telling them how great it was to meet them and I put it in the mail. And then I send them an email confirming their contact information that same day and telling, tell them how great it was to meet them. Then after I do that, I make a phone call to the person I want to introduce them to and I set up the introduction. Then I make the introduction between the two of them and then I put them on my weekly email newsletter list or my monthly email newsletter list. So let me take you through those steps again. I go through the script with them. I find someone I can introduce them to. I immediately go back to my office and write a handwritten note, very important, drop it in the mail that day, the same day that I meet them. That day, the same day that I meet them, I send them an email telling them how great it was to connect with them and I give them my contact information electronically or I confirm the contact information electronically. And then the next day I reach out to the person I want to introduce them to and I make sure it's okay to make the connection. Then I make the connection between the two people. Then finally, I put them on my weekly newsletter list. That's the magic words. Those are the magic steps for getting a referral. Now you're thinking to yourself, Dave, you didn't get a referral. You gave out a referral. Yes. Remember what I said at the beginning of our time together today. We're going to do this four times, and one out of those four, somebody will call us up and say, Dave, I got to tell you. It is fantastic. That referral was great. It resulted in a lot of business for me. Thank you so much. The script you use now is critical. I say to them, you're welcome. I know you would do the same for me. Or I say, it was my pleasure. I know you would do the same for me. And their response is going to be, well, of course, Dave, absolutely. I definitely would do the same for you. And then you say, would you like to hear who I'd like to meet? And then they're going to say, of course I would. Now, here's the thing. Before this phone call takes place, you'll have gone through this person's network, either on LinkedIn or within their company or in your database. So you know who this person knows. And that's a critical point. Then you're going to ask that person to meet someone specific that they know. You're going to say, Jim, I know you're on the board of directors of the country club with Robert Smith. I want to meet Robert Smith because he's the CEO of XYZ Company. He works in the manufacturing industry, and my company has just developed a new software that saves people in the manufacturing industry millions of dollars. I want to meet him to talk about my new software and see if he has an interest. What you're doing there is you're telling the person who's going to introduce you the name, the title, the industry, and the reason why you want to meet him. The reason that you're doing that is because 
this person now knows specifically who you want to meet, and this person knows the reason why. So they can call up Jim Smith and they can say, hey, Jim, one of my buddies who is an amazing person, knows a lot of people in the community, wants to meet you. And here's the reason why. He's got this software his company's developed. He says he can save you millions of dollars. Why don't the three of us get a drink? You can talk to him. And if it doesn't work out, you know, I'll be the buffer and I can, I can help you excuse yourself so it's not going to be a problem. You're being very, very specific. I've given you the script for getting a referral from the person who you've passed the referral to. Now, remember, you got to pass the referral first, and then you use that script when they call to thank you. Now, I promised you a bonus tip at the end of this video, and we're at the point where I'm going to give you the bonus tip. I passed a referral to a friend of mine who's a chiropractor. He's an outstanding chiropractor, and he's a sports medicine chiropractic physician. He works specifically with athletes at the highest level. And the referral I passed to him, to me, wasn't a big deal. I connected him to someone who got him into a local university, and he was the chiropractor for Division I athletes. And that relationship was highly valuable to him. And I didn't even think twice about doing it because my friend does great work. Well, when my friend saw me, he told me that the referral was really valuable to him and he sent me a gift. This is a bottle of wine, a bottle of Cabernet Sauvignon, and it's supposedly a very good bottle of wine, but it has the New York Yankees logo on it. Now, why is this valuable and why is this a bonus tip for you? Working remotely can be a challenge especially for teams that are new to it. How do you deal with your work environment being the same as home while staying connected and productive? And then there's your newest coworker, the cat. Well, your friends at Trello have been powering remote teams globally for almost a decade. At a time when teams must come together more than ever to solve big challenges, Trello's here to help. Trello, part of Atlassian's collaborative suite, is an app with an easy-to-understand visual format, plus tons of features that make working with your team functional and just plain fun. Trello keeps everyone organized and on the same page, helping teams communicate, focus, and connect. Teams of all shapes and sizes at companies like Google, Fender, Costco, and likely your favorite neighborhood coffee shop all use Trello to collaborate and get work done. Try Trello for free and learn more at Trello.com. That's T-R-E-L-L-O.com. Trello.com. This is valuable because my friend said thank you, and he sent me a token of appreciation, and I uh, was really touched by this. But was, what was even more touching was he took the time to pick something that I'm really passionate about. I am a huge New York Yankees fan. I'm passionate about New York Yankees baseball. And it doesn't matter how the wine tastes. I hope it tastes good, and I'm going to open it and drink it tonight. So I hope it tastes good. But the fact that he went out of his way to find a bottle of wine with my favorite baseball team's logo on it, and give it to me as a way of saying thank you, really makes me want to go out of my way for him again because he appreciates what I do for him. It's the little things like that. It's not the dollar amount of the gift you send when you say thank you. It's the little things like that that mean the world to people when you're saying thank you for a referral. So the bonus tip is, it's not just enough to say thank you. You should send something to the person that is meaningful to them. Send something to the person that shows that you appreciate their going out of the way to introduce you, but send something that's meaningful. So right now I'm saying, Dr. Todd Narson, thank you for the wine. And anytime I meet someone who I can connect you with, I will be happy to connect you, not just because you send me great wine, but because 
you are a high quality physician and an even higher quality person. I'm Dave Lorenzo, and until next time, we'll see you right back here for another edition of the Dave Lorenzo Daily. Don't go anywhere yet, folks. We've got another great segment for you on today's show. The second segment is about handling the objection I want to think it over. That's right. If the client says, I want to think about it, we've got a script for handling that specific objection. But more importantly, we're going to help you prevent that objection from ever coming up in the first place. Listen to this next segment, take a few notes, and practice, practice, practice. Put this into action, and you will never hear those words, I want to think it over, ever again. My friends, this is probably one of the most powerful objection rebuttals we can share with you. So enjoy it, but most importantly, take action. Make sure you do this and you will sell more. Now, here's the segment on handling the objection. I want to think it over. You want to think it over? Oh my God. If that's your reaction when a client says, I want to think it over, you need today's Dave Lorenzo Daily. Hi, I'm Dave Lorenzo, and on today's Dave Lorenzo Daily, we're going to discuss how you can make sure you never get an I'm gonna think it over from your client ever again. This phrase comes from you not qualifying the client in the first place. You should never be in a conversation that will lead to a decision and get the phrase, I'm gonna think it over. Here's how this works. When you sit down with a client, they need to know that you're expecting a decision at the end of that conversation. I prefer to talk to my clients in advance of a client meeting, and we'll talk about how I qualify those clients before I ever get to that phone call or that meeting. The initial call, the call from the prospect goes like this. Hi, my name is Joe Smith, and I'm an entrepreneur. I live in Idaho, and I'd like some help with sales. I understand from reading your website, you have sales coaching programs. Will you help me? Can you help me? So then I say, Joe Smith, thank you so much for calling. Tell me a little bit about your business. They tell me about the business. Tell me a little bit about what you'd like to accomplish in our work together. Tell me a little bit about why this is the right time for you to address these issues. Tell me about the resources you have to apply toward this problem. When I ask them to tell me about these things, what I'm asking for is I'm really qualifying them based on the money they have to spend with me. I wanna make sure they have the money to spend. That's when I ask about the resources. I'm qualifying them based on the problem they're looking to solve. I wanna make sure they have a problem I can solve. I'm qualifying them to see if they're ready to make a decision right now. Those are the three elements we need before we have a meeting where we talk about solutions and we talk about investment, talk about price. I need to make sure they have the money, they can afford to work with me. I need to make sure they have a problem I can solve. I don't want to stretch myself and try and solve a problem that I don't think I can handle. And I want to make sure that they're ready to make a decision right now. Those are the three things I want. When they tell me, listen, I need to make a decision right now because I have a goal to take my business to the next level in six months. So I know they're ready to make a decision right now. If they say, the resources, well, I saw on your website that it costs $50,000 to work with you, so that's what I'm willing to spend, I know they have the money. And then when they say, I need to learn how to market to affluent customers, 
I know they have a problem I can solve and they're ready to work with me. So money, a problem I can solve, and they're ready to make a decision right now. Those are the three things I look for. I say to them, here's what I'd like to do. I'd like to set up an initial consultation with you. Normally I charge $2,500 for this, but because you found me through uh, the ad on the internet, I'm willing to do a 30 minute consultation with you for $750, which I'll apply toward our work together. The $750 consultation, I will deliver some solutions to you. And then I say to them, in that meeting, on the phone, what we're going to do is, I'm gonna ask you a lot of questions. You're gonna tell me about your business and you're gonna ask me a lot of questions about how I work. When we're finished with that consultation, two things are going to happen. I'm going to decide whether you're a good fit for me, you're going to decide if I'm a good fit for you. Now, because you're paying me a $750 consultation fee, I'm going to include a recording of the consultation, I'm gonna give that to you, along with some advice that will help you take your business to the next level, just a couple of things. Then what we'll decide is if we're gonna to work together for the next six months, we'll decide how you're going to take care of the investment and whether it makes sense for us to actually do that. So there's basically two outcomes from this conversation. One, we can decide mutually to work together, or two, we can decide not to work together. The one thing that can't happen, the one thing that absolutely can't happen on this call is you say to me, I wanna think about it because You've thought about it enough to make the phone call to me. I explain what this consultation is gonna be about. We're going to take some time out of each of our schedules to talk together. You're gonna to pay me $750 for a 30 minute consultation. And then at the end of that call, you're gonna say, yes, Dave, I wanna to work together. I'm gonna to say, yes, Joe Smith, I wanna work with you. Or we're gonna each say no, or if one of us says no, the whole thing's off. That's what's gonna happen on this call. Do you agree to that? Yes, okay, I'll talk to you tomorrow at 10 o'clock, that's our call. Now there's no reason why you'd cancel that call, right? You're gonna definitely call? Yes, I'm gonna definitely call. Okay, fine, we're all set tomorrow at 10. We'll make a decision on whether or not we work together after we speak. That's it. Before the meeting, you tell them you expect an answer and then you'll never get and I wanna think it over. On the outside chance that you go through all of that and they say to you, listen, I know you said we had to give a yes or a no, but I wanna think it over, here are three ways to combat that. The first way you say is, hey, Joe, we talked about this. You promised me you weren't gonna think it over. Why don't you just tell me no? Now, when you ask him why he doesn't just tell you no, he's gonna give you a reason that you can use to sell him. Well, Dave, the reason I don't wanna just tell you no is because I really promised my wife I would grow the business by 50%, um, I wasn't really committed to this. My wife wanted to commit to this. Okay, Joe, it's okay. You can say no and go home and disappoint your wife. You see that? You go ahead and you sell right into that objection there. The second way you can combat this is you can say, well, I know we said we weren't gonna think it over and I told you you could just say no, but you said you don't wanna just say no. What do you need to hear in order to move you from thinking it over into a yes. What would make you feel better about saying yes? What would help you say yes right now? Again, they're gonna give you something you can use to sell them right now. The third way to combat this, when they say, I wanna think it over, is you simply turn to them and say, listen, Joe, I've decided that we're not a good fit. I really appreciate you thinking of me, Please think of me in the future if any of your friends could use the help that I provide, but obviously this isn't right for you. 
thanks very much. He may say, okay, fine, and if he does, he was a no in the first place and he just didn't want to hurt your feelings. If he says, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, I didn't mean that, then you'll get him to move forward and say yes to you. Those are the three ways to combat I want to think it over, and that's what I do on a telephone call. What do you do if you're face to face? Very similar. However, in the upfront, when you're doing the qualifying on the phone, one of the things you can say to them is, listen, I'm coming all the way over to your office. I'm going to do a full presentation. I want to make sure that we're all on the same page. You should feel completely comfortable at the end of that presentation saying no to me. I don't want you to feel any sense of guilt that I flew all the way to Idaho to present to you and your board. I took three days out of my schedule, one day to get there, one day to get home. I don't want you to feel any guilt. If we're not a good fit, I want you to say no. Do you promise me you, you will say no if we're not a good fit? Here's what you're doing. You're really positioning yourself as making a commitment to going to see them. So they're going to take this meeting very, very seriously. I add the extra step of saying, I want you to feel free to say no to me when I come all the way to your office and I do this presentation. I make that extra, I take that extra step and the reason I take that extra step is because I want them to have the weight of the world on their shoulders when I finish my presentation and I say, listen, we've spoken, I know I can help you. I think I've shown that I can help you in this presentation. Isn't that correct? They all say yes. Let's work together. And they say yes, and they say, how do we do it? And I pull out the contract and I hand it to them. I want them to feel a sense of obligation that I'm coming out there. So that's the only difference. If you get it, I think it over in an in-person meeting, you can use the three techniques that I outlined, but in the qualifying process upfront, before you make the money presentation, you do the qualifying, that's what combats the I want to think it over. My name is Dave Lorenzo and I'm here every day. You can find me right here every day with great sales information to help you make a great living and live a great life. Until I see you again, I hope you do this and sell more.